Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Washington calling counter spy. Washington calling counter spy. Calling counter spy. Washington calling counter spy. Washington calling counter spy. Since I've been married, I've been going to church. 
once a month. Now, I don't act as funny things that's going on yet. I just want my pay. Listen here, Sam. Before you started working for us, there were two other men working here. They wanted to quit. That was the last time he was ever heard of. Yes, uh, I knows about that, too. They done work here, and then they go away, and nobody near me nothing about them. I want to quit. But we don't want you to quit. And you're not going to quit. I'm sorry, sir, but my mind's made up. Uh, stop fooling with him, Tony. I'll tell him straight. Hey, you listen. I know Dan and Waters is a lot of alligators, and less than 20 feet from you, the, the sharks come in. You don't want to quit, do you? I does. I's a man with 14 children. When I make up my mind, it's made up. If you had 14 children, you'd know that when you make up your mind and say something, there ain't no one making. Now, you listen for the last time. If you don't want to be shocked, babe, you change your mind, understand? Yes, sir. Are you staying or leaving? I was leaving, sir. I was telling you, I was a man with 14 children. Well, Butch, looks like we got to find a new handyman. Yeah, yeah, but come on, let's drag him out. We'll get enough with that wind blowing in that storm. I don't want to have any corpses laying around here. Submarines. You think it goes that deep? 
Yes, Mr. Harding? Mr. Howard, concerning those hundred counterfeit gasoline coupons I gave you to analyze, were all those coupons printed on the same type of paper? Yes, Mr. Harding. They were printed on Wilson paper, made with cooper ammonium hydroxide instead of the zinc chloride solution. I see. How many concerns manufacture that certain type of paper the counterfeiters have used? Four, sir. Two in the south, one in the north, and the Acme Paper Company out west. Check every one of those companies, Mr. Howard. I want the names and addresses of all shipments of any size made during the past year of that type of paper. That's all. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Baxter's waiting outside. Have him come right in. Yes, sir. This looks very serious, Mr. Harding. Yes, bud. It does. Uh, Mr. Harding, I... I took the liberty of bringing Mr. Bixby along with me. Good. How do you do, Mr. Bixby? Good evening, Mr. Harding. Baxter, those counterfeit coupons I gave you to analyze, were they all printed on the same counterfeiting plate? They were, Mr. Harding. Yeah? What can you tell me about the kind of plate the counterfeiter used? Well, the printing was probably done on a vertical press plate, sir. I see. I took the liberty of passing these counterfeited gasoline coupons on to Mr. Bixby for ink analysis. He has some very interesting reports. Good. What is your ink analysis of these counterfeit gasoline coupons, Mr. Bixby? Well, Mr. Harding... Analysis shows the ink was compounded of hydrochloric solutions of gallic and tannic iron salts with the usual sugar and gum arabic present. Applying a reagent of 3% oxalic acid made the counterfeiter's ink disappear, while the negrocynic ink of the genuine coupons was unaltered. Uh, how many concerns manufacture this certain type of ink, Mr. Bixby? Three. One is a very small one and sells almost entirely in northern New England. Mr. Bixby... Cover all of the ink manufacturers who use this compound of hydrochloric solution of gallic and tannic iron salts in their ink. Yes, sir. Check all of their shipments over the past nine months. Give me the address of every shipment that they've made. Yes, sir. Hardy speaking. Get me commander, Army Base Airfield. Bud, pack your suitcase and meet me at 11 tonight at the base airfield. Yes, sir. Closed for a warm climate or a cold, Mr. Harding? Hot. Well, Mr. Harding, now that the rush is over somewhat, where are we flying to? The Florida Everglades, bud. We land at Miami and proceed south by car. What did you find out from those statistical reports? Well, our statistical department has reported, bud that a number of shipments of gasoline have been made by six different companies to a certain gasoline launch supply station along the main road in the Everglades. We also found out that a certain shipment of Willardson paper was also sent to this gasoline station. You probably recall the forged coupons were printed on Willardson paper. Yes. And also ink, similar to that used on the counterfeited coupons, was also shipped to this gasoline station. Hey, that's hot. Exactly what kind of a filling station is it, Mr. Harding? Well, are you familiar with the Everglades, bud? No, no, I'm not, sir. Well, there's one main road, which has been built up on artificial ground and piling. Runs for nearly 120 miles across the peninsula. Goes over about 40 different little islands. On a few of these are gasoline stations. This gasoline station in question is just about 100 feet off the main road. It services automobiles and also fishing boats. Yes, but how could it service any enemy submarines? People are driving over that road constantly. There must be some neighbors down there. That's the catch. That's what you and I've got to find out, bud. Yeah. If anything wrong is going on down there, a mighty clever device is being used. What's your plan, sir? Well, in the morning, we'll land at Miami. We'll get an oil truck, fill it full of gasoline, and find 
out when a delivery is supposed to be made to this gasoline station. Then you and I will make the delivery. Notify immediately of any tug having hawser burned at end. 
showing acid burn. Good. Contact me immediately as soon as that tug leaves and returns to her home berth. Want exact times of leaving and return. J-8 counters by reporting to Hardy. Proceed. Tugboat Santa Louise left berth 7.35 last night. Returned 5.35 this morning. Average speed when not towing is 14 miles. That is all. All right, bud. This is the information we've been waiting for. Now, let's look at this chart of the west coast of Florida. Do a little figuring. Yes, sir. Now, the Anna Louise's home port is 23 miles from this gasoline station in question. She cruises at 14 miles an hour. That'd take her... One hour and 45 minutes to get from her home to the gasoline station. Correct. One hour and 45 minutes for her to return from the gasoline station back to her home berth. The entire time being three hours and a half. But she was gone ten hours. That leaves six and a half hours of her time to be accounted for. That's right. Six and one half hours. Now, suppose she hooked onto a 10,000-gallon barge at the gasoline station in question and towed it out to sea to meet a submarine. It would take two hours to unload the 10,000 gallons after she met the sub. Which leaves two and a half hours for her to tow the loaded barge out and the empty barge back. Correct again. Now, I've checked with the Navy, and a tug which makes 14 miles an hour by itself is slowed to 12 miles an hour when she's towing an empty barge. When she's towing a loaded barge of 10,000 gallons, she'd be slowed to 8 miles an hour. Her average would therefore be 10 miles an hour. Two and one half hours still accounted for. That means in two and one half hours, a sub could cover 25 miles. So she'd be meeting a sub 12 and one half miles off the southern Florida coast. That's beautiful deduction, Mr. Harding. Good reasoning, but where does it get us? What makes you think she did pick up a 10,000-gallon barge at the gasoline station in question? Where was the barge? Oh, Bud, I haven't been entirely honest with you. I kind of suspected it. Did you notice, Bud, the night when I put the nozzle of the gasoline hose into that pipe, the pipe was just flush with the dock? No, I didn't. Well, it took us 45 minutes to put that gas in. When I took the nozzle out of the pipe, the pipe was four inches lower than the level of the dock. And the tank under the dock was a floating tank that went up and down with the tide. The dock was really a disguised oil barge with just the shell of a dock over it to camouflage it. Exactly. And before morning, the tug brings the empty barge back and it's shoved under the dock again. What's our next move? Tap out the signal through the counter spy headquarters, Washington. Have the contact relay to our field testing laboratory and get me Tex Walker. Tex is an expert chemist on gasoline and all fuel oil. The next time a submarine's refueled with that gasoline, they're going to have a surprise coming to them. taking it apart. The whole inside is burned as if there were acid in the gasoline. That cannot be. How long will it take to repair? I'm afraid, sir, it is beyond repair. And the other motor is giving us trouble. The starfish patrols. Nun, was did you? Put on the light. Switch on the lights, you fool. Sir, we are having the same trouble with our gasoline generators. Switch the current to the battery. You must repair them. We'll be at the mercy of the Americans. Are you sure it's trouble from the gasoline? Yes, sir. The carburetor and filters in the gasoline line have all been eaten away by acid. Do Maluda. Notify Herr Himmel at once. Tell him we're ruined. We've been sabotaged. Notify Herr Teachman in New York. It's his fault. Hoffnungsloser Dummkopf. He will suffer. 
headquarters, Washington. Emergency message just intercepted from disabled German submarine off Florida coast to Herr Himmler, Berlin. Submarine also trying to contact Gestapo agent in this country, but Canada's yet locate contact point. That means a Gestapo agent will be sent to the Everglades to investigate trouble. Notify Florida police to proceed on observation plan 3B. State police reporting to David Harding according to issued counters by orders. Black limousine speeding down Everglades Trail at 70 miles an hour. Drivers alone in car. Out-of-state car. License number, New York, 14C319. Shall we stop this car at next police intersection? No. Let us proceed. Washington, you contact Baxter. Speak. Yes, sir. I'm in the New York License Bureau, as you requested. Your call is being relayed directly to me. This is Harding. I'm still in Miami. Check for me immediately. New York License, 14C319. Yes, sir. I have the files. Just a minute. One, four, uh, Herbert R. Teachman, 1142 East Riverside Drive. Teachman, Teachman, that name's very familiar. I'm having our suspect filing clerk listen in to our conversation. He's probably even now checking on Teachman, and you should hear from him within the next two minutes. Excellent, Baxter. That's using your head. I'll wait right here for his report. Suspect filing clerk, if you're listening on this wavelength, come in as soon as possible. Time's an important element. This is Harding, Miami Countess by headquarters. Come in. Herbert R. Teachman, wealthy broker, German-born, has lived past six years in Berlin, returned to States August 24, 1940. Bachelor, sworn in Gestapo at Hamburg, 1937. Expert... That's enough, thanks. Signing off. Okay, bud. Now we know what we're up against. It's the big boss himself. Teachman's on his way to check his operators at that gasoline station. We've got to fly down there and quick. Alligators and sharks. And they are going to get you. 
that gun on the table, Teachman? For you. Harding, chief of United States counter-spies. If you make one move, you won't have to worry about the Gestapo getting you. You'll be just as dead as those two countrymen of yours you just killed. Don't shoot. I won't move. Put your hands up in the air, Teachman. A little higher. Just as high as you can get them. So you were the one who was putting acid to gasoline. I was just one, Teachman. One of 5,000 counter-spies checking every move your Gestapo made. Don't shoot. I do exactly what you say. You just want me to move so you can kill me right now. But I am not going to give you the chance. I do exactly what you want. All right, Teachman, start for the door. But be careful that your two countrymen don't trip you again. again at this same time on Monday evening. Tell your friends. Make it a date. Next week, the case of the murdered chemist. Brother versus brother. Death in the laboratory. The corpse that came to life. The mystery of the strange makeup. And the secret of the powdered hair. Next week, gripping counterspy. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.